Thank you for tuning in to Prodigal's Orthodox, a podcast sponsored by Prodigal Son Eastern Catholic Church, an inclusive and independent Eastern Catholic parish under the Omophorion of Ioannis Gregorios, the Metropolitan of the Eastern Rite Connection of the Convergent Christian Communion. Please join together with me as we start this podcast in a time of prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever, and into the ages of ages. Amen. which is why it talked about blessed are you who gave birth to him and who nursed him. But I think that, that, that this holiday is, is a little bit more than just the birth of the, the vessel, right? I think when people talk about the nativity of the Theotokos, we're focusing on Mary. Even the gospel readings, it's focusing on the story of Mary, which is important. Mary is our Holy Mother, she is the one who brings Christ into the world, and she is the one who, through our tradition, is the Eternal Virgin and the Mother of us all. She is the Panagia, the Saint above Saints, and so clearly it is important that we talk about her. But the only time you hear about uh, Joachim and Anna is in the Contakia. And I think that their miracle is just as important as the miracle that Mary births to. I think that we need to look at the greater picture, and there are tradition stories that talk more about the story of Joachim and Anna. Anna was wanting to have a child, but an older woman. These are kind of those stories that we hear echoed throughout the Bible. And Anna says that if she is born a child, she will make sure that its life is dedicated to God. And then here comes Mary, and Mary without being pushed is dedicated to a life of prayer and being in the temple and being as holy as a woman of her time could be without even knowing what she was going to do. And then she was guided and blessed through the visitation of the angel, letting her know her her fullness of her role in this earthly realm, but in the kingdom of heaven. I like to try to take the stories and kind of compare them a little bit. A miracle within a miracle. And not knowing your full role until you're in it. Our parish started in the middle of a pandemic. Our parish started with a small group of people who came from different backgrounds, but were called by the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Just starting a parish in the middle of the pandemic, I think, is a miracle. And being able to keep it sustained at any capacity during this pandemic, which continues, is a small miracle. If you've listened to some of my previous sermons, I talk about how the small miracles can build up into a big miracle. And I think now we've realized the full miracle. Like Mary received the full message upon hearing the visitation from the angel, our parish has received its full message by being blessed with understanding that we're called to minister to a group of people who clearly are unministered to within the community. And so let's now blow up the message and take it outside of our church and outside of the story of Mary and look at what we can do in the world. Are there times when you could cause a little miracle in someone's life that could help them realize what God's whole purpose is for them? And if so, have we followed the call of the Holy Spirit, which is upon every baptized Christian's heart, to do good and to follow Christ's, Christ's message through us? Did you listen to the Holy Spirit? When the Holy Spirit came knocking, whether it was a woman who said, bearing, whether it was a homeless woman bearing a child who said, I don't want money, can you just buy us food for the night? Or whether it was a person who you may assume might have mental, stabili mental stability issues who's homeless, but they're just asking to talk. Now society of today teaches us to run away from those type of people like the plague. We can't give people money or food. They, they're probably just doing it to scam us, and no good deed goes unpunished anymore, and we don't really know what their ulterior motive is. Well, what happens if instead of ignoring the woman with the child, you took them to McDonald's and you bought them a meal, and then that woman feels so blessed by that small task that you did, that she goes to, she, she goes to get a job, she saves up some money, and she goes to seminary, and she becomes a teacher in an orthodox school, teaching children that just one miracle through the will of God can change a life. Now, what happens? What, let's look at the other story, the person who's kind of talking to themselves in the corner, but then as you walk past them, they say, I don't want any money, but can I please just talk to you? Now, of course, most would be like, I'm not talking to you, and we run away. Because society of the now has taught us that that person is not safe. What happens if that person overdosed? And what we're seeing is symptoms of the overdose, and they just want someone to bring the light of Christ into their life just in that moment to save them from doing the unthinkable. What happens if you sit with them for five minutes and they tell you, I prayed to God that if God existed, he'd just send me one person to show that the compassion of Christ is real. And you sit down with them and have a small conversation and you don't even bring up God. You just ask them how they're doing. That person immediately finds a way to get resources and checks himself in to a treatment center, goes through treatment, goes to a monastery and becomes an Orthodox monk, monk 
and takes on a life schema because that one moment that you show Christ's compassion. So it's Christians like Mary who said, let it be, let your will be unto me, let it be according to thy will unto me. As Christians, we are called to do the same. We profess that we are Christians, we are members of Christ's body, which means we are not requested to do the work of Christ. We are obliged and required to do the work of Christ. I know that in these times it's hard to do that. And I know that in these times we have been reprogrammed to think, I'm just going to roll up my window and drive off. I'm not advocating to give money if that makes you uncomfortable. But what I am advocating for is to focus on how Christ would look at the situation. Last night, my husband and I went to a Taco Bell because we just both realized, holy cow, it is 11 o'clock and neither of us have eaten all day. We go to a Taco Bell and this car in front of us pulls up, we hear him mumble something from the speaker and the car drives off cursing. So I pull up and I said, I'm assuming there's an issue because the guy in front of us just drove off. And he said, yeah, our system is down. And I said, probably semi-snarky, though I really didn't mean it that way. Well, this is the third time I've been here when your system's been down. And immediately this person said, I don't know how to help. This, is, this happens all the time and it's not my fault. My managers will do nothing for me and I feel lost and I feel overwhelmed. You could hear him on the other end crying because he was abused so much by the owners of this business. And I went, holy goodness, this person needs to hear a message. And I said, I'm not mad at you. I am so sorry that you're going through this. But I do want to know your manager or owner's name so that I can make sure the right people hear how you've been abused because no one should be treated this way. His exact words were to me, thank you and may God bless you. You have no idea how much what you just said means to me. I asked him for his name and said, can we pray for you? So Emmanuel, we pray for you. And we pray for all those who are affected in this way. How will you ever know why someone is hurting? How will you ever know why someone is angry if you don't take the chance to find out? So instead of being shut off to the miracles that God might have in store for us, I ask us on this memory of the nativity of our holy Theotokos to do as she did and say, let it be according to thy will, so that we may be the blessings of Christ in other people's lives. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you felt blessed by the message and would like to join us, come and see by joining us for worship every Sunday in the Faith Hall at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in the Colony, Texas. You can also find out more information about us and leave us a donation if you feel so called to support our ministry, or you can join our member registry and subscribe to our newsletter by going to prodigalsonecc.org. 
We can also be found on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash prodigal son ECC and on Instagram at prodigal son ECC. Thank you and God bless.